Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. This is your host, Stu Jenkins. We're talking with Tom Bordenaro, and I wanted to mention before we go much further that this show, uh, I don't know if it's gotten popular or what, but all of a sudden uh, the station is going to be rebroadcasting it on Sundays as well as on Saturdays, so it'll be broadcast and live-streamed if you're on the Internet uh, from 10 a.m. to noon on Saturday morning uh, and from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. So I'm, uh, I'm honored to have you on our, uh, on our very first double show. Thank you. We were talking about these propositions, and, you know, I, I almost think the only solution would be if uh, all statewide initiatives were required to be on no more than three pages in 14-point uh, type. Uh, <laughs> and that's coming from a lawyer, Stu? That's coming from a lawyer. That's right. Because, well, you know, there if need to be there need there needs to be transparency and clarity. Yeah, on them. I mean, it's just not it, it's not meant. I mean, it's meant to confuse. Well, and we people turn to the thirty second ads. Yeah, and make their decision, and nobody should ever make a voting decision on a thirty second ad. I don't care it, who it's for. You need to do your research. Well, you need to be able to read the uh, the measure and. Uh, you know, what was it, a couple of years ago? It might have been 2020. As a matter of fact, we had competing uh, initiatives to legalize uh, online gambling. And, right. And you, to find out that that's what it was about, you had to read way down because what it was talking about is how they were going to raise money to end homelessness and <laughs> they were going to, you know, oh, provide always, fire uh, protection. And uh, There's always a brass ring if you vote yes. Yeah. Yeah, right. so so I, I I have a tendency just to vote no in those situations. Well, that that's be honest uh, with you. But no, I I think that's good advice. If if it's so long and convoluted that you can't understand it, there's a reason to vote no. Um, yep. Uh, whereas if it's simple and straightforward, there's a reason to look at the merits and. Uh, so that's and of course you want to look at who's supporting it, where the money's coming from, who's opposing it. All the money. Yeah. Um, well, are there other measures that are coming up on the ballot that you think folks should be interested in? Uh, you know, at this point, I don't know um, of those of any other statewide. I'm kind of narrowly focused on on the property tax side. Sure. Um, so, you know, sometimes I'm as as surprised as anybody else, and when they when they come on, um, I did vote no for. I mean, I, and again, I, if I read them. And I don't get them, and I don't really. I think there's something fishy about it. I just, I just vote no. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but in particular, I don't have anything else. That, um, and if you do, that'd be great. I mean, we could talk, a, talk another hour to Prop 13's a law of the land, except for every piece of it, we do something differently depending on what. Because there's been so many initiatives passed since the 70s. Yeah, there's that there's exceptions to everything we do. Well, Prop 13 kept getting tweaked uh, by prop, prop 8 that you talked about and Prop 58 uh, and 60, 62, and 62, 193, 193 and uh, now 19. Um, well, one of the things about Prop 13, mm -hmm. it says change in ownership and new construction is when we can reassess as defined by law. So the legislature 
can tweak what a change in ownership is. By defining it by... can tweak what new construction is. So, with so all, for instance... With all the ADUs, for instance, um, yeah. if if you've got a single-family home and somebody puts an ADU uh, behind it or in front of it, uh, does that require... That's re- clearly accessible. And That is clearly accessible. But what if they take this, with the square footage of the house that's there and they have a back door and they make a unit inside that, inside the square footage of the house? Like a, a right. one-bedroom unit or mm-hmm. something. Does that, that gets a little dicier. Sure. Now, if you're looking at an ADU, in fact, oh. people can put two ADUs and three ADUs in some places. Does that reassess? Do you have to reassess the whole property or just the new part? No, just we just add for the new construction. Huh. Okay. So your old base is never touched unless it's a change of ownership. Right. Um, if change of ownership, the entire thing's reassessed unless an exclusion applies. Um, and... You know, then we add for the new construction unless an exemption or exclusion applies, like um, ADA improvements for businesses, not accessible. Seismic retrofitting, not accessible. Um, you get uh, contamination uh, underground and your house is no longer usable. We strip the value off until it's cured. Like the house pro- burns to the ground, we strip, strip the value off until it's cured. Okay. Uh, Oh, wow. So the property south of the San Luis Airport uh, that has toxics, uh, the property values have gone down? Have you reduced the property value for those I, kinds of things? You know what? I can't answer that at this point. Okay. It okay. depends. Those things, most they have to file for them. Yeah. Um, most because we don't know. Sure. Um, you know, we're always looking backwards because mm-hmm. we don't know until things are done and we receive notice from planning. So then... Uh, many of those things are, are, they have to be applied for. They're not automatic. But if there's any doubt, you call the office. I mean, that's, I can't emphasize that. Don't do anything crazy with your house. Like, give it to your brother because you have IRS problems, and then he <laughs> transfers it back, and there's two reassessments. Oh, Lord. When you only had a $20,000 IRS bill, and now you've got higher assessments for the rest of your life. A man speaking from Dude, experience. You laugh? It happens <laughs> all the time. Don't listen to your neighbor. Yeah. Um, that is all of a sudden the property tax for, uh, and Call my office. Well, um, uh, you know, let's let's help people do that. What's what's the number to the office, Tom? So the main office is 781-5643. We have a satellite office in North County, which is 461-6143. And you can find a ton of information on my website, which is slocounty.ca. Dot gov slash assessor, or you can just Google Tom Bordarl assessor, and it'll come up. Um, but you go there, you can find the um, annual report there. You can find applications for some of the things we talked about. You can find, I mean, there's all kinds of, we try to put as much out I, on the web. I go there in my practice possible. to get forms all the time. It's uh, it's a great yeah, site, folks. You can download forms. You yeah. can, there's all kinds of great things. I find it incredulous that when the county decided to build downtown, didn't provide any parking for people, Yeah, we said, you know what, we're putting everything we can out on the web. So we put as much on the web because it's hard to get to the office. I mean, it's just, you know, you've got to find a place to park, you know, how it goes downtown. 
Well, Tom, I want to thank you for coming on Slow County Public Policy and the Law. I hope you'll come back. And uh, I, I have to do a little business here, but uh, sure. I, I want to thank you. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next time that uh, we're down at the county courthouse. All right. Well, I thank you very much for the opportunity and just encourage people, if they hear something crazy, don't do it until you call my office. Very good. We can't give you legal advice, but we can tell you what's going to happen if you did. Folks, talk to you next week. Bye-bye. For more information on Slow County Public Policy and the law, visit our website, knews985.com.